quantum computing fundamentally is the best way to process information based on the laws of physics as we know them. I had constructed what I thought of as the generalization of the universal Turing machine. Can an astonishingly powerful new realm of computation be found within the quantum world? Will researchers ever realize the goal of what they call quantum supremacy? And what would it mean for our society if they did? From its fundamental building blocks to the ultimate goal of a truly universal quantum computer, join me, Oxford Professor of Philosophy Peter Millikan, as I explore this and many other questions on the Future Makers podcast. Available today from wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech, the Future Tech Health Podcast. I have uh, Latham Woodward, CEO of a company called Shoogies. That's uh, www.shoogies.com. So Latham, thanks for coming. How are you doing? Uh, thanks, Richard. Very nice to be here. I'm doing well. And yourself? Good, good. Yeah, so tell me about uh, Shoogies. It sounds, uh, it's an unusual name. Where does the name come from, first of all? Well, basically, Sugies is a um, a sugar-based company. We do sugars infused with THC and CBD. And so it just was a catchy name, good-looking imagery, and uh, fits the profile of what we do. Okay. And what, what got you into um, infusing them with uh, THC and CBD oil? Well, basically, it came about uh, from experience my wife and her friends were having with things like gummies, which are typically available in dispensaries um, around the United States and Canada. Uh, But what would happen is um, one of her friends would have a great time on the gummy that they ingested, but where the the next friend would have a horrible experience because of super saturation of THC in that individual gummy bear or candy. So we came up with a concept of how to get the chemical bond correct and package uh, sugar and agave syrup in individually foil foil packed stick packs with five milligrams of THC in each one. Very high engineering, um, very well mixed. So you're getting five milligrams every single time. Very predictable. And you can have more than one in in an evening or a day with whatever you're doing. I thought all the edibles uh, were pretty highly regulated and they had to demonstrate and have lab testing that the the amount of THC they had or CBD was a certain level. Absolutely. We are tertiary tested. We have three testing levels. Uh, even before we go to market, uh, everything's exactly to spec. Very well engineered product. Well, why would, why would other products um, be 
be out of levels then? Is it just because in one part of the product of THC is concentrated or they didn't undergo testing or why did you guys encounter it's that a, with gummies? It's a, it's a random thing. So let's, I use the chili pepper analysis where there's a, a form of chili pepper that you can get at the, um, uh, the market called around this Bay area, San Francisco Bay area is called the Jimmy Nardello pepper. It's very popular. Well, you fry them up they They don't have any heat to them, but one in a hundred will knock your brain away, you know? So it's just very random. Sometimes the, in a gummy product, you can have a bond with THC that's very, very high and you just don't know which one it's going to be. So it's somewhat of a risk. Okay. But your formulation, you're able to make it a lot more uniform where you don't have that problem. Yes, we we make master batches and we test uh, test that master batch uh, two times and then a final time before any final product goes out to market. What about um? It you know, sounds like you have a novel process. What about licensing that to other edibles so that they don't have uh, you know high concentrations in the random edible? We do have a commercial um, wing of our company where we are actively pursuing. Uh, bakers, candy makers, and other people in the edible space to buy our pre-tested product to introduce into their lines, and we've been very well received in that in that notion. And for for users, people that would eat an edible, what happens if um, you get one that has uh, the wrong concentration of THC and CBD? Like, what are some of the effects people have reported? Um, it can be traumatic to a person, um, especially a person who's not used to the THC effect. Uh, people can report things like. Um, paranoia, heart palpitations, or perceived heart palpitations. Uh, usually that's, I'm not a doctor, but that's usually around um, perception that something will, um, they're, they're high sensitivity internally and in terms of your mind is telling you your heart is racing, but you're just hypersensitive to what's going on. So it can be very unsettling for people. Yeah, no, that's true. That makes sense. And, and why, the, problem um, is, the problem is that people will not go back to using cannabis after an experience like that. They'll just say, oh, I, it's not for me, not realizing that they had a very novel experience because they got super dosed with THC. Yeah, when people go to dispensaries, do the people, you know, the bud tenders or whatever they call them, do they tell people that that could happen or they don't make any disclaimers? They just say, here you go. They don't make any disclaimers whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah, they, I can see how sometimes just uh, so uh, be careful, right? You know, be careful how much you take. This is the classic old problem with chocolates. This is why we never wanted to do candies or chocolates of any sort, because we didn't want um, people are just chocoholics, right? Or they're sugarholics. So they'll start with one, and then half an hour will go by and say, "Well, nothing's happening to me. I'll I'll have another one." Well, that's just that doesn't work out very well, because then. An hour later, they've had a hyperdose and they are not having a good time any longer. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely true. Um, so, what is the, uh, the what's a shugi like? Is it like a tootsie roll or is it like a, a chocolate or what? What is it? Well, the best way to describe it would be um, individual coffee servings you typically see in hotels in your room. The foil pack Nescafe, for instance, comes in a little thin packet that we call stick packs that you basically tear off the top and add the contents to water. That would be the Nescafe analogy. For us, you can take a sugar pack or an agave pack and add it to anything you currently do in your life. So if you're using sugar in your coffee, you can use our sugar. If you're drinking tea, you can use it in tea. If you're making a margarita, you can mix our agave into the margarita. If you're 
um, have a, um, a, a sugar tolerance issue, like obviously many diabetics do, agave syrup can be a great um, sweetener for people with diabetes. Not for all people, but a lot of people. Um, it's very easy. What we wanted to do was have a product that didn't require a relearning things in your life. You don't have to go to a head shop to buy a bong or papers. You don't have to have some special apparatus. You're going to incorporate Shuggy's products into your daily life the way you already use these products anyway. Yeah, I like that. It makes a lot of sense. You could, if you like tea, you just put it in tea. If you, uh, you know, whatever you have, coffee, et cetera, then it's, it's, it's seamless. Makes total sense. Yeah, and, and it's for people, and it's also um, inconspicuous. Our packaging is, is attractive. It's childproof, and it's master package. Um, you can take it to, um, to, you know, things you do in your life that perhaps you're going to be interacting with people who are not cannabis tolerant or don't understand cannabis yet, and it's not going to be offensive. You're not going to be smoking something in front of someone, for instance. That's a problem for a lot of people. This is a way to incorporate cannabis into your life and not interrupt other things in life. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be like totally discreet if you did it the right way. Exactly. So what um what happens if you know I like to drink coffee, but I put in you know three or four sugars, and I just want one of these? You know what what kind of solution do you have? Like people just they just put in three of one and then one of these, or you know, do they get any questions well, when they do that? You certainly could do that, but because we've packaged the packages small enough, they are quarter ounce of sugar per, and that's by weight, per stick pack. So that's equivalent for most people to two cups of coffee in the morning. So you've got a fair amount of sugar, not too much. And you could always add more sugar if you wanted to. Do you have different um, dosages of the, uh, the THC in the packets, or is it just standardized to one? Always five milligrams. Okay, and five milligrams you've seen is a, it's a good sweet spot for some reason. Yeah, and, and frankly, this is an, a product that's engineered toward um, our lower body mass consumer, and that would be women in general. So we're engineering the product for the that the low body mass primarily, which means they can ingest and not have a problem with it. If you're a man, you certainly can take two of these and be fine. But not catering to just men and not catering to women, we cover all bases. And when people take it, what do they um, what do they report? They're just you know pleasantly relaxed, or they do they feel a pretty strong buzz? Like what's a you know what's a typical response to one of these? A very very mellow, very mellow effect. Um, five milligrams doesn't really get you stoned. It gives you kind of a nice even feeling some satisfaction not really spacey it's 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 pretty pretty nice um effect actually i think people who've tried our product have said man this is a fantastic feeling yeah sounds like you put a lot of thought into this that's great it's really good it's taken a long time to get the development and the formulation and the packaging together it's it was um, not an easy task and it took a lot of interaction with uh people chemists with food scientists with packaging pros it's it's been a a, a real work, but it's been really worth it. What, what about the type of, um, you know, I, I've heard there's like sativa and there's, uh, I forget the other one, you know, the other type of, uh, of marijuana that yeah. can go into, uh, you know, edibles. How do you blend that or what do you, you know, what do you, which way do you skew it? Are there different types of shugis or just the ones before? No, this is a distillate. We use a distillate in our product. So it's basically a distilled THC product. So you're not going to have any, um, 
direct effect from being sativa or indica. It's just a T, pure THC product. Oh, why do some products do have uh, an indica or a sativa effect and this one doesn't? Like, I, I just don't understand the chemistry of it. What makes it different? The chemistry, it's complex and it does have to do a lot with the individual who uses it. But it they do have sativa effect typically is considered to be uplifting, um, a little more energizing. Indica tends to be a little more um, relaxation based, um, just to, to kick back with. Um, what you'll find with our product is it's a little bit of both. You're, it's relaxing and it is uplifting. So you get both kind of holistic effect of both the indica and the sativa in one. Oh, so have you guys found that that's the best you know way to go is uh, the middle of the road for both? Absolutely. It's um, it's it's very hard to pinpoint the sweet spot of you know, being super active or sweet spot of being too kicked back and relaxed. You know, that's, that's the subjective thing. So being a, utilizing a distillate product um, that distills the THC down to pure THC is the real way to go for us. And we're going to continue down that path. Well, I can see if you did skew it, you could do like an evening, you know, a relaxer shugi and then a morning, you know, pick me up shugi. And then you could have a middle one, you know, it'd be almost the same product, just skewed a little bit differently. It's just an idea. Maybe it, it would uh, appeal to different it, segments. It, it may come in the future. We'll see. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I know certain states uh, you know, have recreational. Certain states have medicinal marijuana. What what states is this available in? Uh, currently, California, as the world's fifth largest economy, we've got our hands full here right now. Mm. Uh, we will be mm. branching out to Colorado fairly shortly, and then um, to other legal states afterwards. Um, but those California is a big fish to fry, as they say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It is. So where does the product, uh, where is it carried right now? Um, product will be on the shelves in two weeks um, at any Apex service dispensary throughout the state of California. That's both Northern and Southern California. Um, Apex is our distribution partner and they do a great job. Um, we just finished our second High Times Cannabis Cup show. We did one in San Bernardino. Last week, and we just finished Sonoma County Fairgrounds High Time Show yesterday. Uh, the reception was incredible. We um, people love the product. They love the packaging. Love branding. Uh, we had visits from John Paul DeJoria, the owner of Paul Mitchell. We had a number of cannabis uh, celebrities show up and check us out and, and try our our product. And the reception was amazing. And uh, because you do get 20 of our stick packs in a box. For under $30, we hit a price point that people really, really like. It's just easy for people to deal with. Yeah, that's really cool. And the uh, the box of them, how big is it? You know, can you hold it easily in your hand? Is it pretty small or is, you know, what's the size? You can you can hold it in your hand um, and it is has a child-proof mechanism on it so children cannot get into it. And um, it's attractive. So you could actually keep it in your kitchen or on a shelf and people would go, wow, what is that? What? That's very cool. You know, it's it's an an attractive packaging meant to be for cannabis for the rest of us. You know, we're, we are um, the founder founders and myself, we're over 50. We've been cannabis users our entire life. Um, but we recognize that within, um, you know, you get to changes in your life. You're out over a certain age. You have children, certain things you just don't do anymore. You're not going to get out a bong in the middle of a party when you're at a cocktail party. Uh, you're not going to do certain activities, but it's for everyone in the cannabis world. You could be young and like it. You could be old and like it. One of the biggest groups for me for attraction is my mother's bridge group who continually asks me questions about the product. 
because they're all on medications that they hate and they're very expensive mm. medications and they're looking for relief and ways to mod, you know, modify their current prescription drug intake. Now I'm, I'm not making any health claims on our product, but I can tell you that one of the big things for THC in general is it's not about curing your problem. It's giving you the ability to forget what ails you for just a little bit and give you some relief because mental relief is half the battle. Yeah, maybe people with anxiety, you know, maybe it would appeal to them. I guess there's a lot of different uses. I think the whole world of cannabis is not, we're nowhere near the end of what it can be used for. I think we're right at the forefront of looking at a, a, a fantastic new world of less prescription drugs, more naturopathic ways to deal with ailments, more naturopathic ways of dealing with psychological problems. And it's not just cannabis stuff. It could be psilocybin and other things. A lot more things have to go into our thought process in the U.S. about what works and what does not and what hurts more than it helps. Yeah. So what what kind of, um, I mean, you said you got a great reception. Are you seeing any particular demographic or age or gender that, uh, you know, seems to appeal to more than others? Women, 28 to 65. It's a great, okay. I mean, they love the packaging. They love the concept and they like how low profile our product is and how they can integrate it in a attractive, cute way into their life and not seem like they're some stoner mom or stoner chick. Um, that really is appealing. Um, a men too, they liked it for um, the uses perhaps for alcohol or for myself. I'm a non-drinker. And I use uh, the product in uh, what I call mocktails, where I just mix up some soda water and a fruit juice and some ice. That way, when my friends are at my house or we're out drinking, you can have something and not feel left out and not feel like you're being shunned mm. from a group. So it has a lot of diverse uses that have yet to be fully explored. And I think the more people see it, the more people use it, the more we're going to see where this is going. But it gives people the opportunity to try to change behaviors and and go in a really cool direction. And these are just the first two we've got coming out. We've got more in the pipeline. Um, sugar's our thing. That's why we're called Sugies. We're going to have other sweetener products coming out, and um, it's going to be a great ride. Yeah. Well, uh, last last question or two. What can you say about what's coming in the next year or so? Are you just going to expand distribution for this, or can you uh, talk about what what else you're working on? Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to expand this. And I would just look for more uh, basic sugar type items that you currently use. Um, we haven't nailed down. We're working on formularies for some of them still right now. Uh, but because we are called sugars, we are the sugies. We are definitely focusing on the sugar based products. because That's what we feel is our our sweet spot, so to speak. And one question with the THC distillate, uh, does it have any smell or is it? Uh, no, we use no a very no, and our, our taste profile um, is identical, basically, to the raw materials we use. We use USDA-certified agave, USDA-certified sugar um, for organic. Um, both of our products are also biodynamic standard EU certified. So you're getting the highest quality product as the backbone of sugies. Hmm. Okay. Well, very good. So the best way is going to be through, you said, the Apex dis- uh distribution centers dispensaries apex distribution network so if you if you're listening to this now and you want to call your dispensary and to say hey do you carry apex products do you carry sugies that's a great way to start 
or you can just stop by a dispensary near you. Apex is carried in uh, over 350 dispensaries in California, and they make great products um, and, and carry ours as well. All right, that's great. Well, Latham, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Thank you.